0: Please pray with me. Father, as we enter into Holy Week and reflect on the passion of our Lord, I pray that you would show us afresh its meaning and significance for our lives. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. this scene isn't all that different from what's playing out in the Middle East right now. Riots, protests, power authorities being challenged, possible upheavals. If you want to get a sense of the intensity that was going on that week, you can turn on the news and find some good reporting and you can get a sense of that. And as we think about this, this emotionally... situation where everything's at stake, I want to plant a thought in your head this morning. It's very likely that you do not know Jesus as well as you think you do. Not the person next to you, and not the person that you think needs to hear this message, but you, me, all of us. That thought may be insulting to you. But we have to consider that alive possibility, don't we? Think of how much time the disciples spent with Jesus. Three years eating and sleeping and traveling with him. Having conversations behind the scene that no one else had. And yet, in the end, they all ran away. They didn't understand who he was. This morning I want us to look at three barriers that keep us from understanding who Jesus is. Here's the first barrier. We're embarrassed of who we are. That's why Peter ran away, isn't it? He was so embarrassed of who he was and what he had done, and in his shame and embarrassment, he runs away. But here's the important question. Why does Jesus tell Peter ahead of time that Peter is going to betray and fail Jesus? He doesn't tell Peter, you're going to betray me three times tonight, and you know what? This is the end of the road. You can't hack it. You're off the team. Get out of here. That isn't, of course, what Jesus tells Peter. He tells Peter, you're going to fail me, but you're still on the team. I'm going to do what I'm going to do tonight precisely because you cannot do what you're supposed to. So many times when we see who we are, we're so embarrassed that we run away. As if Jesus didn't know our secrets or or know our lives already. As if we could hide it from Him. But don't let your embarrassment become a barrier to knowing Him. Flip it around And use it as an opportunity to know Him better. Acknowledge your shame and embarrassment to Him. Because He knew that you couldn't hack it. He had you and me and all our failings in mind when He went to the cross. That's the first barrier. We're embarrassed of who we are. The second barrier is our total blindness to how totally we are. How many people were on trial that night? It wasn't just Jesus. The rectors and associate rectors and all the religious leaders were on trial. Peter was on trial, the rest of the disciples, the government leaders, the lay leaders, the Roman soldiers, until eventually Everyone is on trial as Jesus walks through the street past acquaintances and bystanders and everyone, either mentally or verbally, renders their judgment on who Jesus is. And what is the verdict of all these trials? All of us are totally undependable. But the problem is, A lot of times we have a hard time seeing that. It's interesting that almost everybody in this passage thinks they're doing nothing wrong. Some of them do come to their senses. Some, like Peter, realize what they've done, they realize how they failed. But by that point, it's too late. The consequences of those actions they're going to have to live with. There's two groups of characters in this passage. There are those who realise they are failures. And then there are those who are failures but don't realise it. We're failures in ways we don't even understand or see. And then once in a while, God lets us hear the cock crow, and all of a sudden we get it. There's one one reason why everybody in this passage is a failure. It's so that we can know that we are all in need and so that we can know it's all a gift. That brings us to our third barrier. It's hard for us to accept gifts. The dictionary defines a gift as a thing giving willingly to someone without payment, without compensation. We often treat gifts like they have a price tag on them though, don't we? How many times have you been given a gift or seen someone been given a gift and right away the wheels start turning and he's thinking, oh my gosh, what's the right gift to give back to this person to repay them for the gift they gave me? I'm sure you've been there. Why is it so hard to receive a gift? Is it because we don't want to be in somebody's debt? Is it because... We want to prove to others and ourselves that we don't need anybody's help. I don't fully understand the dynamics. But I do know this. If we have a hard time receiving a gift from another person and and feel like we have to give them something back, we will have a hard time understanding Jesus. And if we are not able to give gifts to others... Without expecting something in return, we will have a hard time understanding Jesus. When we get caught up in that cycle, that mentality that one gift deserves another, we really are operating out of an attitude of karma and not out of any Christian principles. Karma is the the notion that you'll get, the universe will give you what you've given it you'll be treated just as bad or just as well as you treat others. And a lot of times, we get caught up in this. Bono, the lead singer of U2, realizes this, and he says, you know what, our society is used to operating out of karma. But then he says, grace enters and turns that upside down. Christ's ministry really was a lot to do with pointing out how everybody's a screw-up in some shape or form. There's no way around it. But then Christ says, well, I am going to deal with those sins for you. I will take on myself all the consequences of sin. And so grace enters the picture to say, I'll take the blame. I'll carry your cross. Grace interrupting karma. We're so used to karma that we have a hard time accepting this gift from Jesus as a gift. We've looked at three barriers that keep us from knowing Jesus. Our embarrassment, our shame, our total undependability, and the hard time we have in receiving gifts. Jesus was fully aware of all our failings when he went to the cross. He was aware of them before we were. And he went there before we could even think to ask him to do that for us because it's all a gift are you ready to acknowledge your shame and embarrassment before Jesus are you willing to acknowledge your total undependability before him and are you willing to acknowledge your need and accept his gift let's pray Jesus, thank you for taking down the barrier of sin that separates us from you. You see into our hearts in a way that we cannot. And I pray that you would dismantle the barriers that keep us from knowing you. And we pray this all in your name. Amen.